the unbeaten teams have fallen in the NFL. Congratulations to the 1972 Miami Dolphins. They are popping champagne. They are celebrating. This is Overtime Operators, the show where we talk about how to make money in sports. I'm John. That's Casey. And that's Daps down below us. Daps, how does this last weekend affect your uh, the Super Bowl betting odds? Let's get right into it and let's talk about if you're taking those long bets on Super Bowls. Here's how this is. Here's how it's shaken out. Here's how it's updated. So just reading this off for you, we still have San Francisco. We have the 49ers still the favorites at plus 430. There we have Kansas City at plus 500, Philadelphia at plus 750. Buffalo at plus 900, Miami at plus 1,000, Dallas at plus 1,100. And then the Lions and the Ravens sort of sneaking into that top tier with a plus 1,400 and a plus 1,500. That kind of ends the top tier. Daps, what do you see here? After this last weekend, does it change what you're thinking in terms of season-long view? I don't think so. I'm just happy that there's no unbeaten teams because I think the media reaction to – the Niners last week and they're so incredible and they're so much better than everybody else. Um, and it doesn't matter who it is. If you're undefeated, you get that type of treatment until you lose a game. And you know, the Niners lost in a, in a pretty ugly way. I think that there were a number of factors going in by the way of, of why they lost. They missed a kick that they should have hit. So they should have yep. won the game. I, I dropped a, I think a 70 yard touchdown and then, Purdy gets criticized for it, which I find, you know, very, very interesting how the media, you know, flips on people, especially quarterbacks right away. And listen, the quarterback, obviously, they're going to get the blame or they're, they're going to get the reward, um, the high praise. But listen, uh, the Browns proved that any given Sunday, right? Niners just lost. Eagles just lost to the Jets, right? The Jets had no business beating the Eagles. But these teams are not that good right? None of these teams are that good. And everybody's beatable on any given day. Nobody factors in injuries. Obviously, you saw Debo and Christian both get hurt in the same game. I still think the Niners should have won. Uh, you still have Kittle, right? You still have the backup running back. Mason came in. He looked good. Shanahan's offense and his schemes are really what fuels the whole offense i mean you that offense is like plug and play they've had three different quarterbacks the last couple of years between garoppolo and trey lance and purdy and um you know it, it's kind of just ran no matter who's in it with purdy in it it's run a lot better and obviously they upgrade to christian but in terms of the the outright betting super bowl odds at the moment i don't know how you could have the niners above the chiefs just because I don't think the Niners have proven that they're better than Mahomes. I don't think anybody in this league has proven they're better than Mahomes. Uh, in my mind, he's the clear-cut number one. Uh, there was some talk in, in the media, too, about, oh, well, the Niners lost Debo and Christian in the middle of the game. Remember, Chiefs lost to the Lions this year, but they didn't have Kelsey or Chris Jones, who are their number two and three-ranked players. So... Um, I don't think the I, I, I see these odds slightly changing, but week to week, I think the Lions value at plus 1400 is is very, very appealing. Really? See, I was going to say, I don't I actually don't love that as a, who I see as a good value. bet. look, the Niners, I still like them to win. Uh, I like uh, I like the Chiefs. I don't love taking any team against the field at plus only plus 400 plus 500 it just is like against the field that just isn't good enough odds you know um 
but I like the Dolphins at plus a thousand. Plus a thousand feels like a good value bet on the Dolphins. Um, you know, give me that thousand to, or ten, 10 to one odd, basically. Uh, Casey, what are you thinking here? Is this week changed your view? Obviously not. I know that you're, you know, definitely biased here. You'd probably still take the Niners to win, but like, would you really at only plus four thirty? Well, we're all biased, John. That's the reality of the situation. Uh, right. No, nobody is nobody is without it. But uh, I agree with a lot of what Dap said. Uh, you know, and I actually, for what it's worth, I do kind of agree that one of the ripest for the plucking might be the Lions at uh, plus fourteen hundred. There, uh, that that one does jump out at me big time. Uh, if I were betting just for a favorite, uh, that's where I think we would probably disagree. Still, um, you know, it is it is a very solid point that that Debo and CMC go down for the Niners. You know, therefore they lose. Similar to the Chiefs situation. As I remember, though, the Chiefs got to game plan around not having their guys, whereas the Niners dropped during the game, which is a little bit of a different situation. Now, does that matter? I mean, are the Niners going to have Debo and CMC all the way through a long playoff push and a playoff run all the way through the Super Bowl? You know, maybe, maybe not. Uh, but I think that might be the difference is like if they enter that game without those guys, knowing that they don't have them available, how much does the game plan change? And, and does that game flow change? Uh, because they were trying to play a, a nitty gritty, dirty game. And sometimes you get you get caught up, especially when you lose your your two best runners of the football. So uh, they might have tried a different, subtly different game plan there. So uh, those are clearly the two top teams in my mind, though. And uh, I agree, the Lions are probably the uh, maybe the best value here. So that's interesting because we have the the Lions at plus fourteen hundred, Ravens at plus fifteen hundred. Those two facing off this week with the Ravens as a two and a half point favorite. You don't like neither of you guys like the Ravens at plus fifteen hundred, which is essentially the same as the Lions at plus fourteen hundred. So a little foreshadowing of how you would bet this week, maybe. Feels like the Lions have an opportunity to keep up with any team when they're at their best, and I don't know that we've just seen that version of the Ravens where they can put up forty, especially against a good team. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I think uh, yeah, I, I think we can move on. I, let's get into week six betting here. Uh, personally, I'm not a big fan. I will say if you're actually trying to make money uh, betting, I'm not a big fan of, of betting Super Bowl at this point in the season because you just don't get those juicy odds, right? Like you bet preseason, you might get plus 2,500. It's like, okay, fine, take a flyer. But if you're going to bet Chiefs, you know, uh, at this point in the season at only plus 500, it's just not juicy enough to really make it kind of worth the squeeze, in my opinion. Even the Lions at plus 1,400, you're taking a pretty big flyer on the Lions, you know. Uh, it, most, if push comes to shove, probably neither of you guys actually think the Lions will win the Super Bowl, right? They wouldn't be my odds, like, yeah, everything being equal, my favorite. No. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's what I, I mean. I, I mean, at at this current moment, uh, if the so I've I, in my head as we're talking right now, I'm going, you know, it might be an interesting bet putting 500 bucks on the Chiefs and 500 bucks on the Lions. You know, so if the Lions win, there's a, a tremendous upside. And then if the, the stable Chiefs, who, you know, I believe, you know, really have to not play well or get injured to not win again. To repeat, um, I don't think anybody's going to beat them when Mahomes is in sync. I really like that. I, I think the Lions prove they can beat a team like the Chiefs, right? So they kept it together. Their defense is solid. Goff is playing not like traditional Goff. Their running game is elite. They, they really have, like, the total package when it comes to, uh, you know, a well-rounded team. So if the Lions won the Super Bowl, I would not be surprised. 
Um, I, and that's also to say, like, the Eagles and the Niners just showed you there's no team that can't be beaten in the NFC. Now every team can be beaten, and they have been beaten. So if the Lions um, win the Super Bowl, am I surprised? No. Right, yeah. Um, it's a good point. So I think let's jump into week six bets. I know you have our, our power rankings pulled up, Casey. Let's circle back to that if if we have time, um, because we have tended to take a long time on bets, and I want to make the show efficient. I don't know if you have our betting tracker pulled up. There we go. Um, cool. So do you want to recap re- week six really quick? So our format here, and, and let's use week six just to say the format. The format here is we essentially have to say, we have to bet the game, right? So uh, we can bet the money line, we can bet the spread, or we can bet the over-under, but we've got to place a bet on every game. Now, we can casually say, hey, I would stay entirely out of this or whatever, uh, but just for the sake of kind of hitting on every matchup and you know, if you really feel the need to bet like the nastiest, dirtiest game in the league, uh, we'll give you our take on it. Uh, so that's kind of the format here. Looks like last week we did pretty well. Had a had a decent win last week. Yeah, last week uh, I believe Daps uh, some technical difficulties happened, so you fell off in the middle of this segment last week. We didn't get uh, get you a chance to finish up, but John and I finished at ten and five, and we know Daps would have turned it around on yeah. the rest of the games coming up. I think we we started <laughs> yeah. out pretty sour ourselves, John. So yeah, the, the, I mean the other thing that we're not doing here is we're not weighting these at all and saying like, hey, here's where yeah. I put a lot of my money or anything. So ten and five, you know, you could win money, you could lose money. I think in my actual bets this last weekend, I bet four, I went two and two, and I lost a bunch of money. Whereas some weeks I go two and two and I and I win money um, because my two highest confidence bet with bets, which were the Eagles and the Niners, both lost. Yeah. Um, All right, so let's get into this week, and let's start with Jaguars versus Saints. Can you give me one zoom on that, Casey? Sure, why not? There you go. Jaguars versus Saints. Uh, Saints are a one-point favorite over the Jags. Money line on this is pretty insignificant, so we basically have uh, minus or plus 100 for the Saints and minus 120 for the Jaguars. Basically, you're betting the winner here. And I mean, I guess if you want to bet Jags, you could take the money line. And that's what I'm going to do. I kind of like the Jags to win. I think a one point spread is pretty insignificant. I kind of just like them to win. I don't I don't need the points. Give me the Jaguars on the money line. Interesting, interesting strategy there, John. It's a, I mean, and this is assuming no major, like, because I think we had Trevor Lawrence on like a pseudo injury last week. You know, who knows if he's going to be playing or whatever. But uh, yeah, I mean, assuming no, nothing like that happens, I do like the Jaguars uh, on the money line there. So I think this is the first money line we've taken since like week one. Yeah. Um, all right. John wants the money line on the Jags. All right. Daps to you. What do you like in this game? Uh, I'd probably go Saints only because from what I've read, uh, Lawrence hurt his knee. So yeah, he's either going to play hurt or he's not going to play. So I'll probably take the Saints. I know they had a kind of rough loss to the Texans. They are on a two-game road trip. They split it. They dominated the Patriots and then lose to the Texans. I'll go Saints at home against the Jags. I will add a little context here and say this is actually one of the games I would consider placing real money on, but I'd be watching the Lawrence situation closely. And, you know, if he was not playing, then I would stay out of it entirely. If there were reports like eh, his, his knee's not doing great, you know, then I 
I would probably stay out of it then. But, you know, and I would make adjustments based on whether the spread and money line move as well. But as it stands right now, assuming Lawrence is going to play and that knee injury is relatively insignificant, I'm going Jags on the money line. Uh, Casey. Yeah, this one's tough. Uh, basically, close enough to a pick em. These teams, kind of middling teams, both show an ability to kind of break out and have good performances and also have shown the ability to flounder. Uh, which makes this game yeah. really hard to bet. I would actually tend to steer away from this one if it were me. Oh, yeah. uh, but, I mean, I'll go ahead and I'll take the Jags, but I'll, I'll take the three point there, I suppose. Uh, <laughs> you want the point, huh? I mean, why not? Just give you it want to that me, one right? point. <laughs> like, give me that free point. Um, yeah, you're a, you're a low floor. You're a watch your floor better, right? Like, I don't think you'd ever take a positive money line. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if we'll ever see Casey take a positive money line. We'll see. Uh, you'll it. take the negative ones, but but uh, I get it though. Do you? I, I so I will say one more thing on this one. Over under of forty feels real high on this. So if I were to take a secondary, if I don't like anything here, I feel like that forty feels a little high to me. Both these teams not really putting up. Saints especially haven't been putting up big big scoring numbers if you got a, a limping qb qb with something kind of yep. nagging at him yeah, yeah i i do see it this way too this kind of game could end up being could hit the under yep yep all right next up raiders bears i'll kick this one to you first casey uh i don't have spread here but oh whoops looks like i forgot to add that one I in. actually do real quick I, I can look at it as well raiders, raiders, bears. raiders are three point favorites raiders three point favorites over the bears what do you like here casey well, uh, the Bears kind of screwed me colossally last week, you know, off yeah. two really good performances the weeks prior. Looked like they were turning that ship around. I don't know what to think about Chicago I mean, anymore. That, that's your fault for being so low on the Vikings, my guy. I guess so. But I mean, the Vikings didn't look great either. Uh, Sans, JJ. Uh, but this one, I'm going to go ahead and this one also feels like a low scoring affair. Uh Maybe they'll bust out and, and, and ruin my predictions here, but I'm just going to take the under and just kind of stay away from any prediction that involves either of these teams winning. They might just like tie at seven apiece or something. So uh, let, let's just hit the under here. That'll be so, Casey's official bet. Guessing that Jimmy Garoppolo will not be playing. I don't, he was, he was taken off the field in an ambulance. Seems crazy to me that he would be playing a week later. I mean, Jimmy has been known to have a flair for the dramatic, but yeah, I agree. <laughs> I mean, he's yeah, he's he's getting into a career in in the movies after this, in the in the in the film in the movie pictures, picture then those moving pictures. Uh, yeah, I don't know. So I don't love any of these teams winning, but I don't like the under at thirty eight, and I don't like the over. I don't like anything about this game. That means the uh, books get it right, right? I mean, if nothing feels that good. is what it is, right? If the if the books if you if you don't like anything, that means the books kind of got it right, and and maybe you should stay away from it. Well, I mean, it goes the whole Raiders the, are, uh, home team typically gets about a three points worth of, on the spread, right? So uh, right. does that change your your opinion at all? That, Raiders, that, that given the Raiders what's the money line here? So Raiders at minus 155. Just 55, I think. Is that right? It would, be, that. it would be minus 155. Yeah, that would make yeah. more sense. We'll bet 100 to, yeah. So, typo. Uh, typo. Typo on my part. You know, it's, it's just two matchups in, two typos. No big deal, you guys. No here big we go. deal. Yeah. So, uh I think I like the Raiders to win, assuming Jimmy plays and can move. I mean, because it was his like back or something. So assuming Jimmy plays and can move, I think the Raiders can beat the Bears. 
I know that the Bears have won some games, but I'm still not impressed. And I, and I saw through the hype last week. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to stick with my anti-Bears position and go Raiders on the money line. And I'll, you know, I'll bet a little bit. I'll bet a little extra to lose, a, you know, to win a little less. All right, Daps, Raiders, three-point favorites over the Bears. What do you like here? Uh, I'm going to go Raiders minus three uh, in the under. Whether Jimmy plays or not, the Bears are going to have their backup in. Fields isn't playing. They, they're banked up and running back. I, I don't know what the Bears are doing as a franchise. So. I did not know that the Bears, uh, that Fields wasn't playing. So that's just on me for not being up on it. I do kind of like the, the under a little bit more then. But I still like the Raiders on the money line. That's fine with me. Also, I don't know if I was supposed to pick one, either the over, under, or the spread, but you ju- you have to bet at least one thing. But if you like a lot of stuff here, right. you can put, yeah. Got it. All right, cool. So next up, we got Browns two point favorites over the Colts coming off a hot win, a steaming hot win over the Niners. Uh, money line here is minus 125 for the Browns, plus 105 for the Colts, over under of 39 points. Daps, what do you like in this game? I don't know if Watson's playing or not. If Watson's playing, um, I'm going Browns minus two all day, uh, and I'd probably do it in the over because I think the Browns can s- score points. I think the Colts' offense can move the ball. They've got you know Moss and Jonathan Taylor now. They have a, a couple solid receivers. Downs is coming into his own. Pittman. Minshew is not that bad. Probably one of the best backups in the league. So I'd probably go over and I'd and Browns a minus two. Okay. So which one Casey. do you want on the books? Yeah. Let's put uh let's put the over on the books. Gotcha. You like the over on 39. Okay. I like that. A little push comes to shove. Take the over action. Um t- man, you know what? I mean, this is this is very soon. It's very soon after uh suffering a loss uh, at the hands of the PJ Walker led Cleveland Browns. Uh, so I guess to build off of what Daps was saying, I, maybe I don't even care if Deshaun Watson plays. Uh, we assume they're a better team with Watson under center, but I mean, they be arguably the best team in the league, uh, a top three team. I think no matter how you argue it uh, last week with an X XFL quarterback, uh, I guess that's the antidote for playing uh, Mr. Irrelevant is just grab a guy out of the XFL. Cause at this point, it's just, uh, <laughs> we'll get someone headline. even more irrelevant. <laughs> Yeah, it miss, yeah. They don't even they don't even That's call him anything. It's just he used to play in the XFL. Uh, I was laughing in the first quarter and crying by the fourth quarter. So I'm not making the same mistake again. I think the Browns uh, go into Indy and uh, you know they they do what they did. They they got a great defense. Gardner Minshew is going to have a hell of a test. And, and you and you you're okay with the points. You don't care about those two points. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't think I would uh, take. I think the two points are relatively in- insignificant. The Browns are one of those dirty win kind of teams. Um, I'm trying to look at so so they've only had one game this year hit the over on 39 points. It's like they either win big, like they held the Bra- the Bengals to three points, they held the Titans to three points, or they lose big, like they only got three points against the Ravens. Um, Browns Steelers. That was the only time it was 26 22. So the Browns are a weird. A, such a weird team because they'll give you a 28-3 loss against the Ravens and then they'll give you a 19-17 win over the Niners the next freaking week. Uh, I don't know what to do with this team. I 
would not get in on them either way. But if I have to, I'm going to take the hot streak and and bet the spread with you, Casey, uh, and go Browns. And I don't care about those two points. I like it. All right, next up, we got Bills, Patriots. Bills, nine-point favorites over the Patriots. I'll start here. I I like the over on 42. That's what I, I got to go with here. I mean, and, and honestly, it's like the Bills will need to score 35 of those, 42 or more, because the Patriots might get two field goals, and that might be it. Um, but I like the over on 42. Minus nine is just enough to make me nervous. Uh So the Bills are nine-point favorites, and the money line is minus 400 for the Bills, plus 310 for the Pats. I don't love the money line because there's like a random chance that they could lose. They should have lost to the Giants. There was a a pretty bad no call, in my opinion, um, on that last play. And also clock mismanagement at the end of the first half by the Giants. So, I mean, I think the Bills look good some weeks and they don't look good some weeks. And they're definitely the kind of team that could lose to the Patriots. Uh, so I don't want to bet them to win, but I'll take the over because if the Patriots do beat them, they're going to have to score some points. Yeah, All right. So what do you, uh, what do you think here? Oh, go yeah. ahead. Casey. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, what we've been hearing all week about the Bills is, or all week since they've played, uh, is that they play down to their competition or up to their competition, yeah. right? They're just in close games a ton, right? Um, so yeah, the, the nine point spread, even though it's against the lowly Patriots who look as lost as we've ever seen them, uh, yeah. if, if you're around our age, you know, if you're, if you're in your thirties, uh, you've never seen a Patriots team this bad. And that does scare me a little bit for the sake of the game within the game of betting that we play here, where we're making a stance on every game out there this this week, uh, I'm going to take the money line on the Bills, uh, but I would not recommend necessarily betting that way. But yeah. uh, this would be one I just run away from this matchup entirely. Uh, I wouldn't bet anything on this one. Uh, the Bills, I think, are going to win, but I think they're going to make it closer than it needs to be. If I was forced to, maybe I would take the spread if I wanted to actually win some money. But for the sake of this game, that's uh, a good point. Yeah. I, I want to be right on as many bets as possible. So I'm I, gonna go I get what you're saying. So like it, it, it be, I wouldn't bet this game at all. If I had to bet something, it's like, yeah, give me the money line on the bills and I don't care. Um, Daps, what do you think here? Like I now that I heard your logic, I kind of want to switch, but I already locked in. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Daps. I'm going to go. I'm going to go bills minus nine. I just can't Ooh, imagine. Okay. Three weeks in a row, the Bills don't show up because they didn't show up last week against the Giants, even they although they pulled it out. And they didn't show up against the Jags. Now, granted, that was in London, but we'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Say, you know, you're traveling all the way to Europe, you're a little bit out of sync, and then you got to travel back from Europe, you know, from the for the next game. So two games in a row with that travel could could, you know, affect you a little bit. Now you've been in the States. You know, you're going to New England from Buffalo, not that that bad of a trip. You've played there, you know, every year you play there. So yeah, it should feel somewhat familiar and the Patriots look really bad. John, if it makes you feel better, after you heard me say my piece, you're like fifty fifty in on your original take and my take. And I feel the same way about mine and Daps is actually. So we just kind of kept pushing people further and further. Like, I, I go about the, the spread on the bills. The bills the bills make that nine points. I'm like, man, that's like yeah. That, They've really only had one game where they've where they've beat a spread like that, and that was the Dolphins of all games. Um, so, yeah, and I mean, both their losses are to teams they shouldn't have lost to. So we got the Jets and we got the 
um, I guess they've only had one loss, maybe. Because I'm I'm counting last week against the Giants as a loss because they should have lost. That game. Yeah, with a relatively poor. No, no, they they lost to the Jags. They they, 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 they have, the Jags. they're four and two. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so next up we got Commanders. Uh, my two point favorites over the Giants. Money line on this is minus one twenty five for the Commanders, plus one hundred five for the Giants. Over under at forty. Uh, yeah, Casey, you go first here because I have no idea what to do with the Commanders. Like, sure. they're another team that's like all over the freaking place. Yeah, yeah, and this just comes down to personal preference, I think. Um, I'll try to make a case for it that's that's fairly objective. But, you know, you come into the season just feeling a certain way about certain teams. Uh, and, and the teams in the middle, that's the, those are the ones that people are split on. I think both of these teams qualify as that. Coming in, you know, some people are in, some people are out on the commanders. Same thing with the Giants. Uh, it's it's not very one-sided. It's just very torn. I came into the season generally in on the commanders against expectation and generally down against the Giants uh, against expectation. And that's the way I kind of see it here. It, it has flipped from the Giants being the playoff team last year that looked like they could kind of change everything with Vanilla Vic and have this like bust-out offense with Darren Waller as the big addition. None of that has come to fruition. Uh, the commanders have looked worse than I expected. But they at least have a little bit of something going, and for that reason, I'm taking the Commanders here against the spread. Uh, that's the bet I like the best here for for a little upside, right. I suppose. Daps to you. I'm gonna go under. You under like the under on forty. I kind of uh, like the, the Giants. Like the Giants it. have scored zero, twenty-eight, twelve, three, sixteen, yeah, nine. The Giants have not had an offensive touchdown this year, which is why I'm also taking the under. That feels impossible. That's in, that's in cra- that's crazy talk, right? I will say this. I actually think Tyrod Taylor's not too bad. Seems like a solid backup. Uh, he does a little less than Dan Jones, but uh, he also seems to have a little bit higher floor. Some bad clock management at the end of the half. Um, I think it's partially offensive coordinators to blame. So if you weren't watching the Giants game on Sunday night, uh, he they had 14 seconds left on the one yard line. There was a run pass option. They usually like like they always do. They're going to call a run pass option. And he went, he called the run option at the line, which basically they got stopped on the one and then the clock ran out. It's like they were, it was first down. They had three plays. They should have passed the ball three times. Um, you know, maybe ran on the last one. Uh, so yeah, bad clock management there. They could have scored, but yeah, Giants have not been in the end zone at all on offense. I want to clarify that's in the first half. This yeah, it was at the end of the first half. At the end of the second half, they just got a bad call <laughs> that didn't go their way. Uh, that's, that's but, the stat. Well, I mean, so, the, the stat yeah, is so, they haven't scored an offensive touchdown in the first half. Oh, they haven't. They have scored one in the second half. Uh, they've only scored a touchdown. They've only scored a touchdown on offense in one game. That was against uh, Arizona. Outside of that, they have not scored a touchdown in any game. So I the didn't Giants have not scored a score. Yeah. They have not scored a touchdown in one, two, three, four weeks. The Giants have not scored a touchdown in any game against the Niners, Seahawks, Miami, and Buffalo. And they've scored a touchdown on defense against Miami. But everything else has been field goals, and that even even that though is crazy to yeah, think. Yeah. The Giants have not scored crazy. a touchdown in twelve quarters or sixteen yeah. quarters. That's crazy. Yeah, for that reason, and the Commanders have had some breakouts, like they did beat the Bears forty twenty or whatever. Or no, the Bears beat them forty twenty. 
geez, the Bears are weird too. Yeah, I don't know. I, I like the under at 40 points as well. I don't see the Giants scoring 20, and I don't see the Commanders scoring like 30, you know. So give me the under as well. I think we all got that one right, boys. I like all the beds all the way around there. Everything feels safe. All right, next one up, Falcons at Bucks. The Bucks are two-and-a-half-point favorites at home here. Uh, who wants to take this one first? How about you, Daps? You look hungry for it. I'm going to go Bucks at home, minus two-and-a-half. Um, I think this is also the, the part of the season where home field advantage – really starts to set in because you're now you're you're six weeks into the season uh, a lot of teams have got their their feet on the ground and they kind of know who they are but also teams don't just lay down right there's teams that are three and three or two and four and everyone's like oh this team's not good they're not going to make the playoffs and then they turn it around because remember guys we're only you know 30 percent done with the season so far we're 33 percent done so there's going to be a lot of teams that win home games, a lot that aren't supposed to win. I think you just saw it with both the Browns and the Jets last week, right? Not supposed to win. Both teams are at home. They pull it out. So the Bucks have been pretty solid this year. I don't think the Falcons are that good. Um, outside of last week, they played the Lions, who look like one of the strongest teams in the league. I'm going to go Bucks at home. Yeah, I'll jump in next here. Um, I think the Falcons represent something pretty special in the NFL. If there was a team that I had to label as the perfect line for are you a good team or are you a bad team, the Falcons are just like, if you beat them, you're by a razor-thin margin maybe a good team. Yeah. Uh, if you lose to them, you're typically a bad team. And I do think this could be a close game. Who knows? It's it's uh, interdivision rivals, right? They're both they're vying for the top spot, right? Like one of these teams is likely to go to the playoffs, which could blow some people's minds. But I do see the Bucks as the better team here, the more complete team. Uh, they can get the passing game going at least, whereas the Falcons really struggle to do that. Uh, Falcons a dominant running team in their best form, uh, and they can eat up a lot of clock. That's why they win more games than it seems like they should be able to. I think the Bucks are just a good enough team uh, to to win out here, and I think that they will ultimately be the the team to move on to the playoffs from the, this division. Uh, the two and a half points don't scare me at all. I'm riding with Daps. Give me the Bucks. Heat spread. Here's a litmus test for that, Casey. Panthers, good team, bad team. Uh, I'd say bad team. Packers, good team, bad team. Ooh, uh, I'd say that's another that's another great line team, but I, one one point one point difference between them and the Falcons. Yeah. I, like, Bad team. Yeah. Uh, Lions, good team, bad team. Good team. Jaguars, good team, bad team. Barely, but good team, maybe. I mean, they they beat them by two scores uh, or two touchdowns. Well, not quite. Two. Yeah, just over two touchdowns. Yeah, in London, right? Texans. It, it, okay, in London, great team. Te- Texans, good team, bad team. Uh, ooh, ooh, yet to be seen, but maybe a good team. Yeah, they lost. They did lose to the Falcons. Commanders, good team, bad team. Uh, probably bad team here. Yeah. They did beat the Falcons. Yeah. The Commanders are a trap game. Like, For they're sure. hard to know what to do with. Uh, I like the Bucks as well. The Bucks have played really well this year, honestly. They're, what are they, four and two? Look at um, this, gentlemen. Yeah. This never happens. Yeah, I got the Bucks. They beat the, we, you know, they beat the Vikings, beat the Bears, lost to the Eagles, beat the Saints, lost to the Lions. I mean, we got two losses to the Lions and the Eagles that are both in, you know, probably at the top, toward the top, top three of their division. So, I like well, the you, Bucks here. I think they're a good team. Give me the spread. I don't care about the two and a half points. 
that puts all three of us on the Bucks uh, spread bet. Uh, so you know what that means, listeners. Uh, go bet the Falcons uh, to cover because uh, you know, I, I actually this like would be Bucks. a game that I would I would actually put you know Bucks yeah. Bucks two and a half. I might put a little money on that. No, I think this is a little foreshadowing into our lock of the week in the uh, newsletter to come out uh, in, a, in another day, I suppose, from this going up public. So, all right, let's move on to the next one. How about that? Uh, Ryan, uh, Ryan's at Lavens. The Ryan's uh, at Lavens. Lions at Ravens. Ravens two and a half point favorites over the Lions. Uh, money line plus one fifteen on the Lions, minus one seventy on the Ravens. Over under on this game, 42 and a half points. Casey, what do you like? You know, there's just something we always do on this show uh, and on our other show as well. I don't know what it is, uh, but I, I just can't help but bet against the Ravens. Uh, I, I like the Lions. We talked about them quite a bit at the top of the episode. Yeah. The Lions, I think, are going to continue to do what they're, they've been doing. The Ravens are another one of those teams that you don't know which version you're going to get on a weekly basis. Those teams are all making me feel very iffy. And, uh, I don't know. There's something comforting about it. And, you know, even if I lose, I bet on the team that that seemed more stable at the time. Um, you know, that that doesn't make your money come back if you if you went that way. But certainly ahead of time, it feels like the more confident place uh, for me to put my money. So that's yeah, that's the way I go on this one is Lions. Uh, I think they they cover here. Daps, what do you think here? As much as I like the Lions, just sticking to the theme of the week, I'm going to go. Home teams, I'm just going to bet on home teams in the middle of the season. Uh, I just like the way they play at home. Like I said, I, I think that this is where this is where home field advantage really starts to show is week six, week seven, week eight, right? And then even it'll, it'll last until the end of the season, right? It just gets harder and harder to win on the road in the NFL, I believe. And these are two really good teams. Um the Lions lost Montgomery last week. I know he didn't play majority of the game, so mm. they still won without him. The Ravens um, have a way better offense than Tampa, even though they're super inconsistent. But the Ravens, that's who they are. They're inconsistent. Sometimes they show up. Sometimes they don't. I'll take the Ravens at home. Uh, Lions, what are we talking about here? We're talking about a 5-1 team with one loss in overtime to the Seahawks, who are fine. The problem is we've got one really like test of a win over the Chiefs in week one, and that's week one. You know, anything can happen. Since then, it's wins over the Falcons, Packers, Panthers, and the Bucks. We just got done saying that the Bucks are pretty good. Uh, and that's the only test they've really had. The Ravens seem like the first, like, okay, now we're in the middle of the season. It's not week one anymore. Like, uh, what what can you really do? 42 and a half. I kind of like I kind of like the look of that under on 42 and a half because I do think the Lions can put up numbers. No, what? No. Give me the give me the Lions and give me the two and a half points. I think the Lions are going to win. And the fact that we get two and a half points, uh that just puts me over the edge there. Right. So so I do think the Lions are going to beat the Ravens, and I think the two and a half points just uh tips me over. I probably wouldn't put money on it, but it'd be a borderliner for me. Interesting. All right, next game up. Uh, cards at Seahawks. Seahawks, eight-point favorites at home. Uh, who wants it first here? I'll go first here. So cards at Seahawks, eight-point favorites. Over under of 46 points. Both these teams have been putting up points. So we're talking about 23 points per team here. It's a divisional game. 
if I have to bet something here, I'm going to bet the Seahawks on the money line and I'm just going to not make very much. I, I would stay out of this game, honestly, because the Cardinals do seem like a bit of a trap. Um, but I do think I think the Seahawks will win. I don't like the eight points. So I, I would just, you know, put a little bit of money on the Cardinal or on the Seahawks money line. It's not exciting. It's unsexy, but that's what I would do. What do you think, Casey? I think that's definitely uh, a way to go. And for the sake of this game, I uh, I am actually just going to ride with you, I think, uh, on that one, John. I would say that if you... Daps never me... does that, though, so he's more exciting. He's He rarely does, like, a negative money line bet. If I were forced to, to bet something else, I, I think I'd go with the points to hit the under maybe here um it's just it feels right coming off of last week our betting any game that just felt kind of gross or that like the the game script could turn into like the better team comes out early which i think is the seahawks um and they have the ability to run the ball i could see the score not getting out of hand just this kind of the clock running most of the game the cardinals are a good team to like battle back but i don't think they'll win so how many points they're really going to score in that like comeback Uh, i think it'll hit the under uh on 46 but i'll i'll stick it I'll stick with you on the money line Seahawks. What do you what do you think here, Daps? I like the under. Yeah. I like the under. The Cardinals kind of started off hot with an offense, and I think maybe the coaches got enough uh tape on Dobbs and now they're figuring him out and they're making his life difficult. I don't think the Seahawks are are too like pass happy, even though they have Metcalf and they have Lockett. I think they're a yeah. run first team and if they do go up early, they're just going to run the ball. So it is, it's tough to beat. It's tough to beat the Seahawks in Seattle, you know, speaking to your point on home teams, that's one of the even harder, you know, in the league, one of the harder division or uh, stadiums to play in. All right. Next up, we got Packers one point favorites over the Broncos money line on this is minus minus one twenty to the Broncos plus 100 to the Packers. So if you're going to bet Packers might as well just take the spread. Um, Or I guess you could just take the money line. Right, and just take the plus 100, and that way you win, uh, even if they only win by one point. So, over under of 44 and a half points, Casey, you go. Uh, I'm going to take the under in this one. Uh, I yeah. this is a better example of what I just explained up above, feeling like a gross game. Neither of these teams, even at their best, seem that great. Uh, seems like a challenge for them each to put up, you know, around three touchdowns or for the winner to put up more like four. Uh, that's what it would need to be to hit 45 on the over here. So I'm going to definitely take the under with confidence and I would probably make this one a part of a betting portfolio for this week for sure. I I would take the under with you and I might put, I would maybe make this one a part of a betting portfolio as well. My secondary bet here, if I had to make one would be uh, the Packers on the money line, just because there's no reason to bet the spread. uh, If you're going to bet Packers with a plus 100 money line, go ahead. Daps. I wanted to bring this up earlier, and then we kind of got cut off. Where are, where are we at in the tanking of the season for right. Caleb Williams, right? Yeah. So Real. I don't know. I mean, you've got the Patriots at 1-5, and five, the Broncos at 1-5. and five. You have the Giants, Bears, Cardinals at 1-5, and five, and then the Panthers at 0-6. Oh <clears throat> but the Panthers are interesting because are they going to take Caleb Williams after they took Bryce Young? Not a chance. I, the smart move is is probably you should do that because they're talking. To, they're they're literally comparing this kid to Mahomes, which I think is is stupid. But the, my next question is: Can you get a first round pick for Bryce Young? 
like, hey, I'll give you, a, uh, I'll give you Bryce Young for a 2026 20, first round pick. I don't know, but then you trade your first round pick in a couple years, or you trade for it rather, get rid of Bryce Young, and then you tank right now. So, in the event that the Broncos are tanking and Sean Payton says, I don't like Russ Wilson, you know, what That's is the, the reason theory. to win? What is the reason to win? And also, you're one in five right now. What do you have to prove? What you're not going to make the playoffs in this position. I, I mean, let's let's kind of talk it out. The seventh the seventh team as it stands right now, the playoff picture would be the Cleveland Browns at three and two. So okay, you're only two games out of the playoffs technically right now, but you're in a division with the Chargers and Mahomes. And the Chargers, by the way, they only have one more win than the Broncos. So we can even scratch the Chargers. You're in a division with Mahomes, we'll just say. Now, looking at the schedule, I'm going to defend the Broncos too because they lost by one point to the Raiders week one. They lost by two points to the Commanders week two. They get blown out in Miami. They they beat the Bears by three. They lose to the Jets by 10. And then somehow they only lose to the Chiefs by 10 as well. Okay. Broncos got to play Green Bay this week. Then listen to this. You got to play Mahomes and then you got to play Josh Allen. So why on earth, if you're Sean Payton and you're going, I have a chance at Caleb Williams, would you even try to compete against Green Bay this week and get a win on your, your scoreboard for no reason? And to further your point, I think they're the only team that's sitting at zero or one win right now who should think that way, right? Yeah. That's the only team with the head coach who definitely will be the head coach next season. They could not win another game. He's still going to be a head coach next season. He wants to separate himself from Russ. I mean, I think I laid this out last week is what I was thinking. Yeah, you want to put it all on Russ, put it all on that old regime. Any one of these other teams that only have one win, I think they want to see more wins out of their team. I mean, if you're the Bears and Justin Fields, you already made your choice that it's Fields, right? You had, you had a yeah. chance to try to deal him this year. Uh, and they didn't, right? So they just want to see return on that investment. They aren't trying to tank for sure. Uh, the Giants, I think they would sell their souls for a couple of wins right now uh, and prove that, that Danny Dimes is still that guy, even though he definitely isn't. Um, and and the team that's 0-6, the main roadblock in the way for that number one pick, uh, as it stands for the Broncos, that's the Panthers. And I think with Bryce Young, it's the same sort of thing as uh, we're saying with Fields. You know, they've made their investment. They want to win games. Um, that's not to say it's going to be easy, but I don't think they go the whole season without winning. I think they probably win, you know, at least two. So I think the Broncos fall into last place. And uh, yeah, I, I agree with you, Daps. So where are you betting here, Daps? I'm just going to go under because hey, look at that. I just I don't trust either of these teams. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I, I actually like both bets here, uh, Packers money line and under. Like, I might I might put money on both those things, um, but the Packers are just you know just bad enough to where I'd rather bet under if I had to bet one. Uh, next up, we got Chargers at Chiefs, AFC West matchup. Five and a uh, Chiefs are five and a half point favorites here. Money lines are plus two hundred five for the Chargers, minus two fifty for the Chiefs. Over under on this game is fifty points. Daps, what do you like here? I got it. My instinct immediately goes Chiefs, um, but there's a couple teams in this league that I, I don't know if we've talked about this already, but they're so inconsistent with their play, and I hate betting on whether it's betting 
on them or against them in any game just because of the inconsistency. Those teams for me are the Cowboys, always playing inconsistent. The Titans, I don't understand. Every year they're like three and three, five and five, six and six. They're always keeping it even. They beat teams they're not supposed to beat. I hate betting on Titans games. The Chargers are another one of those teams that every every game, like they show up yesterday, they score on the first drive with five, you know, 10 minutes left in the first quarter. They're up 7-0. They don't score again. They don't score a touchdown again until the fourth quarter. And it and I don't get it. I, I understand the Cowboys have a good defense, one of the best. But if you score seven on the first drive with ease, something in my mind goes, there's something wrong with the coaching, right? Because they're not calling the right place for Herbert. I was actually at the game and it was just I don't I didn't understand what was going on. They had this the play they scored on to Everett. I don't know if you guys watched the game last night, but it was like the easiest score ever. They faked oh. a run. It was a play action and he was wide open. And I'm going, you don't have a play like this on every drive. I don't I don't get it. You you must be calling runs when you should be calling passes. You're calling passes when you should be calling runs. Like you're just not being coached well, especially when you have Justin Herbert who some of the things he's done in his young career have really, really impressed me. So um, I'm going to have to go with the points. I have to take the points in this situation because the Chiefs should win um, at home. But if the Chargers do win or keep it close, I'm just going to I'm going to take the points. I'm going to take Chargers plus five and a half. Yeah. OK, so that, that's funny because I was going to say, oh, you're taking Chargers. Pl- oh, interesting. OK. That's true. You do like doing that thing where uh, if you're split on a game, you like to take the points. Uh, Wait. So what? What was that officially? The points there, Debs? You want the over? Yeah, so, so you want? No, I was. I'm sorry. I was. I'm taking the Chargers plus five and a half. Right. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Interesting. So I was just gonna say, call me crazy with a fifty point over under, but I kind of like the over on this yeah. game. <laughs> like twenty five points each. I'm like, we're talking about a Chargers team. They put up 17 on Monday night against the Cowboys. But other than that, we're talking about a Chargers team that puts up 30 and a Chiefs team that puts up whatever they need to put up to win a game. So, uh, I, I mean, I kind of like over 50 points here. If I was going to do another thing, it'd be the boring thing and it would be the the Chiefs money line. Yeah, I mean, uh, another interesting one. We're covering the whole spectrum here. I like what you laid out there, uh, Daps. And then, John, I I even more agree with what you're saying. It is crazy to say that this game is going to hit a 50-point over. I think it has a high likelihood. But I am worried about the Chargers being that team that doesn't show up. Uh, And for that reason, I'm going to go the other way. We've got this game fully covered. I'm going to take the spread, actually, um, uh, on the Chiefs. Five and a half points is nothing if they're cooking, you know, I mean, that is just peanuts to them and the chargers, you know, if they falter, then this is an easy, you know, this is a swish, right? Uh, and even if they make a game out of it, there's still a good chance the chiefs cover. Cause, cause I mean, their games are not always decided by field goals and whatnot. You know, I mean, they might as well just drive down the field and and if you're on the 30 yard line and you have a minute left, they're not a team that's going to be like, hey, let's run the ball two, three times and then kick a field goal. They're like, why would we ever stop throwing the ball with Patrick Mahomes? Like, have you seen what we it's probably a higher likelihood that you score a touchdown throwing to Kelsey than your field goal kicker makes a field goal. even. You know, so, <laughs> uh, when you have that combination, I'm going to bet on the Chiefs all day. Uh, it's under a touchdown. So that might as well be a point. 
All right. Next up, we got the game of the week, in my opinion. Dolphins at Eagles. Eagles, two and a half point favorites at home coming off of a loss. Lost. They probably shouldn't have lost to the Jets. Uh, money line on this is plus 122 for the Eagles. Or Sorry, plus 122 for the Dolphins, minus 145 for the Eagles. Over under on this game at 52. Casey, what do you like here? Hmm. Yeah. Okay. This one. I mean, this is a fun one, right? This is like yeah, uh, immovable object meets unstoppable force, basically, right? Yeah. That Dolphins offense can go. The Eagles defense can stop just about anything. Can stop. Yeah. Uh, but we're at a weird point here. The Eagles coming off a loss. You know, how's that going to impact it? I don't even like to view through that lens because I can see a narrative for the the bounce back. I can see a narrative for this is like how they go on a losing streak. I don't know. Um, I think I'm going to take the coward's way out on this one. Um, if I were forced to bet uh, straight up or, or I guess anything, I would I would take the Dolphins with the spread. But this feels like a game where the over is put so high because of a team like the Dolphins and the Eagles can put up points too. But I think the Eagles know that if they're going to win this game, they have to stop they gotta grind the it Dolphins up. offense. So the game script should go no matter who's winning. Uh, the Eagles are trying to slow the game down. Yeah. For that re- for that reason, I wrote the wrong word, and I'm actually taking the under uh, in this game. I would say that I would like the Dolphins uh, against or to to cover the spread as my next bet, though the secondary bet. Daps to you. What do you like? I like the over 52. Uh, the Dolphins. The Dolphins are currently leading the league in yards per game at 498. The the team behind them in second at 395 yards per game is the Eagles. Uh, The Dolphins have the seventh worst defense in the league in terms of points allowed. And part of that is is most likely because they're going up by so much. Yeah. But the, the only way that this over doesn't hit in my mind is if it rains in Philly or weather affects the game. Yeah. Um, I like the Dolphins with the points. So give me the Dolphins on the spread. Give me the two and a half points. I don't know that I'd get in on this action, but if I had to, that's where I'd go. Feels like this is a really exciting game, but it is hard to get in this action. Yeah. The, the lines are put. The, the book kind of has this one right where it's like, I don't love anything here. Yeah. I think they're going to make a lot of money on a Sunday night because people- yeah will want to bet on such an exciting game. Exactly. Exactly. All right, Casey, I'll let you do this one first. We got 49ers versus Vikings Monday night. Uh, seven point, 49ers, seven point favorites. Uh, money line is minus 335 for the Niners, plus two, 260 or 250. Plus 260 for the Vikings. Um, over under on this is 44. Casey, what do you like? Last week on the Niners, I got exposed. I'm not going to say they got exposed. Uh, I'm not going to talk about my team like that, but I got exposed betting on them and uh, so carelessly. Uh, I am going to. I mean, I put a lot here. on the Niners last week too. I, I am going to take them here, uh, but I'm I am also I'm going to stay on that like coward's way out type of thing. I don't want the points here, even though I think they they will beat it. I need this just to be a get right game for the team. Um, I don't know that I'd actually recommend betting this one. I think I would uh, steer away from it. Uh, especially if you're a fan like me, you're just kind of tilting all over the place. Uh, maybe there's a better bet that you guys can can show me here. But as yeah. of right now, I think the Niners win this game, regardless of whether you know Debo and CMC suit up. Just a matter of by how much. And uh, for that reason, I'm just gonna hope they eke out the win here against the the Vikings, who 
who even knows what they're doing. Let, yeah, let, let me weigh in on the reasons not to bet this game. So I would not, but I, I mean, I'm going to say a bet, but uh, here's the reasons not to bet this game. The Vikings lose games for sure, and the Niners will probably beat them. This year, the Vikings have not lost by more than a score. So a seven-point spread is not great. That said, here's the counter to that argument. We got primetime Kirk. Kirk Cousins. <laughs> I didn't even awful. think of that. <laughs> he is awful in primetime historically, and this is a Monday night game. So on the one hand, they never lose by more than a score. On the other hand, he's awful in primetime. Which way is it going to go? I don't, like That's why you don't bet a game like this. Uh, none of the money lines are attractive enough to like, oh, let me, like where you went 49ers money line. Yeah, the 49ers are probably going to win uh, a minus 335 money line. It just like feels really risky to to bet it. You know what yeah. I mean? So so I probably wouldn't if I were anyone out there. And then look at the over-under. I feel like they just like, the book nailed the over-under here in a way that I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, that's probably exactly what it's going to be, 44 points. Um, so I don't like anything here. If I got to go with something, I'm going to go with primetime Kirk lets me down uh, and the 49ers. Uh, I'm going to take the 49ers on the money line with you. Uh, and that way, if I lose this bet, then the Vikings beat the Niners and I win, hmm. you know, because I like the Vikings. Daps, what do you like here? I like the over 44 I think the Niners are going to do what they do like they always do. They're going to score probably close to 30 points. But also, whether... You think the Vikings you know, are going to score 14? Definitely. Definitely going to score. I just think the Niners are going to go up. The Vikings are going to have to throw the ball. Kirk can throw the ball. Will he, he might throw a pick six, right? Like, And then he'll, everything can still happen, right, that we're talking about. Kirk shows up, does this Kirk thing, throws a pick six. But I see a lot of points being scored. Remember, we're in we're inside a dome. Uh, Purdy didn't look good last week, but guess what? It was raining. It was Brandon bad. Ayuk dropped a, yeah. a seventy yard bomb. So I think Ayuk's going to look just fine. Or excuse me, I think Purdy's going to look just fine. He's, even if Debo doesn't play, you have Kittle and you have Debo. And uh, even it, even I think is it is it Godwin? The latest or Goodwin, like yeah. The, the latest I've heard is that it looks like Debo's going to be okay and CMC never lets anybody know anything. So we don't know what's going on with CMC. Uh, but from what I've heard, I mean, and this is casual, but like it seems like uh, Debo is not going to be too serious. So I think he'll probably play. So even if CMC doesn't play, that's not great. He's definitely a, a big, big corner piece of the offense. But I think if you've got Debo and everything else, you're probably okay. Yeah. Um, I like that over 44. All right. Well, that's our time for today. We were going to maybe get into power rankings if we had time, but I think we're at it. We, and that's, that's, it's a good way, you know, hit the, hit the bets, get into every matchup, get into every team. I like it. If you are listening on an audio platform like Apple podcasts, Google, uh, play or Spotify or anything like that, please rate the show five stores, please review five stores. Yeah. Give us five stores, not five stars. If you give yeah. me five stars, I don't want them. I want the stores. Macy's, uh, JC Penny, Sears. Yeah. Okay. Put them in your review. Tell me which stores you're giving <laughs> me. Um, give us five stars. Uh, give us a review. If you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe and hit the bell icon. Most importantly, subscribe to the newsletter. I think we linked that up in the description. Um, newsletter is where we kind of publish our final, you know, we, we we hit this show on usually Wednesday or we publish a show. We, we talk about this on Tuesday. We usually publish a show on Wednesday and our newsletter hits on Thursday. So that's kind of like the final thing 
you know, before the, before the week goes out. So, or before the week starts. So definitely subscribe to the newsletter for like sort of our, our final uh, thoughts on for the week. Yeah. Um, updated betting lines, things like that. Yep. For sure. Cool. I'm John, uh, triple cross John on, uh, on IG and TikTok. Casey at Niners fan man. Niners underscore fan man on uh, Twitter and IG and Daps. I think it's at Daps Sports on all platforms, right? Yes, sir. At Daps Sports. Also, check them out on TikTok. Lots of cool uh, sports cards, memorabilia, stuff like that. If you are into things like that, um, definitely watch their lives. They're live basically 24-7 on TikTok. So uh, go check out Daps on TikTok. And that's the pod. Thanks, guys. Sayonara.